0: Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, my friends. Today, I want to talk to you about a topic that is dear to my heart that i get lots and lots and lots of questions on which is how to know what to give away for free and what to charge You all have brilliant ideas up your sleeve. You have lots of things that you wanna share to help people. But then when it comes to marketing, you ask yourself, okay, what is too much to give away for free? If I give away too much of the good stuff for free, will they not want to buy from me? Or if I'm being generous and giving all the people all the things, then what do I have reserved for those clients who invest in me and pay me and want to take the work deeper? So I wanna offer you a way of thinking about it that's going to make all of this very, very clear. So I already told you I get lots of questions on this topic and what always struck me as interesting about this was that whenever people ask me what should I give for free and what should I hold back for paying clients, my brain was always like, hold on, what? Like that question doesn't compute because that's just not the way my brain thinks. And I've always been not always, but like for a while now, I've been recognizing people have been thanking me, recognizing me for giving tons of really amazing, um high value content for free. And when they actually pay me to sign up to work with me, I have even higher quality stuff that, you know, really provides excellent value for what they paid me. And so, and my free content that is highly valuable, really Converts well, meaning that people consume my free content and they want to buy from me and then tons of them buy from me and pay me lots of money. So I think that's what we all want, right? So what we want is for people consuming our free content to get lots of transformations, get lots of value and want to still come to us and pay us and want to work with us. So I figured, okay, so I have struck this balance somehow. I know really well how to do this and how do I go about it in a way that everything works brilliantly. And I thought about it and here are the the frames that I think about and here's through the steps that I take to determine what to give away for free and what to hold back for people who are paying me. Here's the way I want you to think about it. So most people think about it in terms of free versus paid. What do I give the free people and what do I give the paid people? Now, I want you to break out of that binary for a minute and think about it in terms of different Containers of experiences. Okay, here's what I mean by that. If you have an email list, when you send things, you know, your writing, you copy your ideas, your content to the people who receive your emails, that's a very different container. Like reading an email, getting an email in your inbox, reading it, interacting with with someone through that email experience is a different container. Then if you were to sign up for somebody's free webinar, right? And you have that dedicated time where you are, you know, you're experiencing a webinar for, let's say, an hour with that person, right? Versus if you have, for example, an Instagram account where you post and people can, I don't know, engage with you and leave comments or whatever, right? Like where you're transmitting your ideas through an Instagram post, which is a different container than if you were to have a Facebook group. Right? Because each container has slightly different mechanics, right? A Facebook group works differently than an Instagram account where you post, which works differently from a webinar that you host, which works differently from like emails you send. It's just different in terms of how people come to it, how people experience it. For example, if you're in a webinar, you know that you're just like sitting down for a period of time to try to absorb some information that's going to be useful for you. So you show up like ready to like put in the time and focus. Whereas on Instagram, you're just scrolling, right? And like, it's a much lighter experience than sitting through a webinar. And even if you really like somebody's account, like you might read several of their posts at the same time and click hearts and whatever, but you're still scrolling. You might still get distracted. It's a lot less of a time and energy and focus commitment, right? So. One container isn't better than another. They're all just different, right? So an Instagram account is conducive to certain things and a webinar is conducive to certain things and email is conducive to some other things. So I want you to think of these as different ecosystems, different containers that hold different possibilities that you need to give different kinds of attention to so that it can work to the best of like best of the container that it can be. So in my business, for example, when I send emails, I think about the nature of email a lot. I think about the kind of emails that I love reading. And I I think about the kind of experience that I want my people to have. So I know for a fact that when I read other people's emails, you know, something taking up precious space in my inbox, like when I open to somebody's email, I want It to feel like fun, right? So first of all, I never ever want to read fluff. I think we can all agree on that. I don't want to read fluff. I don't want to read just like somebody just marketing for the sake of marketing. I don't want to read spam, right? Like I want quality thoughts that I can really sink my teeth into. Like I, if I'm going to open that email, it better feel like, oh, this is worth my time. The time of the day that I'm taking out to click on this in my inbox and read it. So it better be, it better have actual meat in it, right? That's not fluff. And it better be funny or it better make me laugh or make me feel something so that it's like a good experience that I get to have in my inbox, right? So I decided that that's what I want for my people when they receive emails from me is that one, they're going to get not fluff. They're going to get actual substance that's going to add to their lives. And number two, I'm going to try to make it as funny as possible so that they have a couple of laughs while they're reading it. You know, I I don't like try to be a comedian, but. My natural personality, as you can tell, is I'm a little bit of a spaz (laughs) and I have a sense of humor. I don't know, like some people think I'm funny and other people think I'm cheesy, but it's who I am. So if you receive my emails, you're going to get some cheesy jokes like I'm just going to like let my natural sense of humor shine through because if you're my people, if you vibe with my sort of thing, then I want you to get at least a couple of chuckles out of the email because I don't want it to be so heavy. right. I want it to be useful, but not super heavy. So that's the aim of my email. Give them something useful that is going to add to their day, right? And have it be entertaining and worth reading. So to me, that is the best expression of the email container. Now, whereas, you know, I have a Facebook group and in the free Facebook group, I think about the container there where the nature of it is that lots of people engage and people come back again and again to like read things and to interact with ideas and interact with each other. Like you don't want to get all of that stuff in your email, right? Because it's like too much. It's too intense. But if you go to a certain Facebook group, it's because you want to learn something right? I mean, depending on the nature of the Facebook group, it might just be like for people who like cats. But (laughs) for mine, it's about coaching, it's about business, it's about marketing. And so I know that people who hang out there want to learn something. And for that container, the aim that I had, the result that I wanted for everybody who comes and hangs out there is that I really wanted the free Facebook group to be a place that tangibly improves the marketing of people who are in it, right? Because again, why? Because people come there to learn. They don't come to just be entertained. They don't come to hang out. They come to learn from me. So I told myself from the very beginning, I want to make this group as valuable as something that they would pay for. Like if everybody were paying like 100 bucks a month or 200 bucks a month to be here, what kind of quality would I hold myself up to? What kind of result would I hold myself up to for helping them to create? Because if you're joining a group and you pay for it, you're going to like want some returns. Like you're going to be like, what do I get for my money? And it always has to be results that you value. So I made a very explicit commitment to myself in the beginning, like in my heart that this was going to be like the best place on the internet for life coaches to come learn marketing for free. And they're going to walk away. The specific result that I wanted for them was to be in this group, learn from this group and walk away, not being afraid of marketing, knowing exactly how to show up courageously and make offers and to learn how to have fun on social media. And if you are in my group, you know that these are, this is stuff I talk about again and again. I teach people again and again, I teach people in all kinds of different ways through posts, challenges, in in the comments, like doing lives. Like I teach people in all different ways that are accessible to me within that Facebook group container to help them to have more fun, to not take it all so seriously, to learn how to be courageous, to learn how to think powerfully, to learn how to just basically just show up more as themselves, to be authentic and connect with people. Like all of those are things that, I want for them. And I put myself up to the challenge of delivering on those results as if everybody paid me. So I gave you all of this information about, for example, what results I wanted for my email container and what results I wanted for my Facebook group container. And I could tell you more about what results I want from my Instagram container. But like, I want At this moment, for you to ask yourself, okay, what are all the different channels that I'm marketing in? And it doesn't need to be so many, right? Really, like a couple is enough, two or three, I don't know. And ask yourself, okay, what do I want this experience to be like for the people who are experiencing it? What do I want them to walk away with? And what's the result that I'm trying to create for people? who are engaging with me in this one particular container, given the nature of the container. So for email, I want my people who receive my emails to get this out of it, and you hold yourself to that task. For people who are following me on Instagram, this is what I want them to get out of it. For people who attend my free webinars, this is what I want them to walk away with. These are the results that I want to see tangibly happen in their lives as a result of having experienced my thing. Now, I say all of this because this is how I determine what to share, not based on who's paying me and who's not. And for every container, I give my best. My best looks different because each container is different. Now, for instance, when people join my mastermind, my mastermind has, it's a steep investment. It costs $10,000 to join and you can't just pay and get in. You have to uh, submit an application. I have to accept you because I, you know, based on the application, I judge that you are a good candidate for this experience. And the experience of the mastermind, and you can ask anybody in my mastermind, it's rigorous. It's often painful. <laughs> there is a very high investment of your time and energy and focus. You have to show up every week live on video. You're only allowed to miss a few calls for the entire six months. Otherwise, you get asked to leave the mastermind. And a, a very high level of like emotional commitment is required from you the entire time because we are going for a a result that's extraordinary. We're going for, let's get you fully booked in six months, right? And you can't do that just kind of hanging out. You have to go all in. You have to be challenged. You have to let all of your mind drama come to the surface, feel some pain, some cry a little bit, get coached, work through it, set yourself ambitious goals and learn how to become somebody who hits goals and have every like nook and cranny of your mind like dredged up and like coach like <laughs> it's an intense experience. Now, the mastermind is an appropriate container for that intense, rigorous experience because people already opted into that they The students in the mastermind opted in by paying me lots of money and by committing their time, they knew what they were getting into, and so it's an appropriate place to do that that level of work whereas if I had the same aim for my Instagram followers, get them all six fully booked in six months, that would not make any sense because it's a different container. Nobody on Instagram like opted into that level of rigorous work where that kind of outcome is appropriate for that container. Do you see what I mean? So it's all based on like, who is here and why have they opted in, right? Why have people opted into my Facebook group? Oh, it's because they want to learn some useful things, right? And really like, cha- which changes the way they market why are people following me on Instagram? They want inspiration. They want... It's actually a lot of it is pretty similar to the Facebook group. Like I want to give them things that are actually going to... They're going to take action on that's going to change the way they market, the change the way they run their coaching businesses, right? And so because... And like email, you know, Instagram involves like passively scrolling a little bit. But email, you actually have to opt in. You have to open the emails. You have to like give it your time of day to read. It's going to be take longer to read than Instagram, posts. So, you know, there's like a different intentionality that goes there. So I think you all know what I mean. Like what I'm trying to say is I constrain myself through these questions, like how is each container different and what is the result I want people to get in this particular container? What result is appropriate for this container? And Again, just because it's free, just because it's like a social media account, like Instagram account, and anybody can like you and scroll through and encounter your work, it doesn't mean that you like slack off on delivering like an ambitious result for people who follow you. Losing your fear of marketing and feeling more love in your marketing and having more fun, that is an ambitious result that's a result that people want to pay money to be able to get if they know that they're not doing marketing only because it feels really painful and scary. And they know that they're not getting as much business as they could because they're dreading marketing so much. So if you could make it fun, if I could help you feel more courageous, if I could help you feel more like yourself in marketing so that it all becomes way less intimidating so you can do more of it and doing more marketing obviously makes you more money, right? Like that is a valuable result. And I think that's something that I feel confident that I can help you get there just from my Instagram, just from my stories, just from my Facebook group, right? And so that's the standard that I hold myself up to. And here's the thing, I give everyone my best for that particular purpose of the container. I give my very best to the mastermind people For my mastermind students, so that they could really rock this rigorous experience and achieve the extraordinary result of fully booked in six months, which they committed to, which they paid into, which they invested their time and money into, right? This intensity, they opted into it. And I'm going to give my best, that my highest quality thoughts to my Instagram followers to help them to feel differently in your marketing, in their marketing and take different action. So that they know what's possible. They can feel, you know, they can have a lot more fun with their marketing and be more effective, right? Like having more fun in your marketing and being more effective is different from getting fully booked in six months and try to accomplish one result in a different container would not be appropriate. The example that I give on this is like, imagine you're Beyonce and you're giving a giant concert. To like 20,000 people in a giant stadium, which you can do if you're Beyonce, because a lot of people want to hear you sing. Now, let's just say that most of the seats are very, very low price, very accessible, right? Let's say it's like a charity concert, I don't know. And a lot, some of the seats are in the back are free or like $5, right? And it's like a giant, giant concert where a lot of people are getting in either for free or at a lower, very low cost, like $20, I don't know. Versus Beyonce performing for, let's say, a small exclusive VIP audience of 50 people at the White House. Let's say there's some White House event. It's like a very tiny number of people and Beyonce has been invited to sing and perform for this exclusive VIP group at the White House. I don't know if this actually, I'm just making this up. (laughs) Right? So do you think because all the 20,000 people at the stadium didn't pay that much money and most of them are there for free or for a very low cost and Beyonce isn't making that much money on it, she's not going to bring her best? Do you think she's just going to like hold some things back just because it's a lot of like 20,000 freeloaders? (laughs) Of course not. It's Beyonce. She's going to bring her A-game because that's what she does. She brings her A-game no matter what. But the kind of A-game she brings to a concert of 20,000 people who are like not paying that much money versus the kind of best that she's going to bring to a VIP White House audience of 50 people, they're just going to be different. She's going to be because they're different containers, you see? So I want you to be like Beyonce. I want you to always bring your best, give everyone your best don't hold some things back because people aren't paying you. That's like, first of all, I think the reason that this trips people up so much is because I think people think that's what they have to do. They have to hold back on the good stuff because people aren't paying them. And, And it just feels weird in their heart, right? It feels weird in my heart too. So just think about what are the different containers and what's appropriate to make happen. And when you give your best to each container, when you are wise about like, Determining what result you want to create for people in a particular container, meaning that it really is something valuable that people want and that you're really, you know, constantly innovating, experimenting, coming up with ways to serve them better to achieve that particular result, right? If you're being wise and conscientious about all of those things. People who get results in one container are going to want to invest more. They're going to want to come closer to you, invest more in their time and energy so that they can take the work deeper, right? So one of my clients expressed a concern to me last year, I think it was when she said that I have so many brilliant ideas and I'm afraid of giving them all away to people who aren't paying me or even to people who are paying me because like if I give away the farm, like I'll have nothing left. And I know that many coaches that I know experience these sentiments, like I can't give everything away because I'll have nothing left. And what I offered to her is you can't give the entire farm away because there is infinite farm. There's infinite farm. The farm never runs out. There is an infinity of it. And when you hold back your best for fear of running out of your best, what you keep yourself from doing is being able to create new levels of your best. You always have to trust that all the brilliant ideas that you have, you've had so far was just the beginning. It's not like there's like a finite number of great ideas in the bank and use them all up. That is like scarcity-based thinking that totally discounts the reality of how infinitely brilliant and creative the human mind is and how you are constantly growing into it all the time. You're growing into your creative capacity all the time. It just gets bigger and bigger each day. So if you think your ideas were brilliant yesterday, you have no idea how many more brilliant ideas, better brilliant ideas you're going to come up with tomorrow and next week, and next month. You lose fear of giving it all away when you realize that there is an infinite bank of your own brilliance. There's infinite farm. You know, a colleague of mine recently reminded me of a a story of the comedian Louis C.K. And one of the things that he said, he revealed about his work was that whatever... He does a lot of comedy shows and he said whatever finale he had for a particular show because he he does stand up, like whatever the finale was for his last show, he uses it to open the next show. And, you know, the finale is where you reserve your best jokes, right? The best stuff that you know that people are going to like love and then they all like clap and they like standing ovation and then you close your show. So whatever the best stuff was for your last show, that's what you open with. And that was his personal philosophy, and that's how he kept upping the ante for himself all the time. So it's kind of like not resting on his laurels, right? That's like, wow, I came up with some really good jokes that people loved. Now, let's open with it and see how I can do even better. I love that so much because it shows me like how much faith he had in his own creativity and how much he enjoyed the challenge of always just coming up with better and better ideas, and I don't know, I just like love that so much. And I like, I want to adopt the same philosophy for myself. And it seems a little bit daunting. Like my best ideas were just the beginning. It's about to get so much better all the time. Like sometimes I feel the pressure about it, but then I realize, no, but that's like objectively been true. If I look at my past, like whatever I thought was good, I just kept making it better because I love to learn. My brain just loves to create ideas and the more I grow, the better it just keeps getting and getting. So give it all away. Give everyone your best depending on what is appropriate to give in a given container and what it makes the most sense for people to receive in a particular container so that they could improve their lives. And from that generosity, from that trust in yourself, you're going to be in a position to receive so much more good. I followed this philosophy for myself and listen, I've done quite well. (laughs) You can trust me. Experiment with this for yourself and let me know how it goes. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.